Welcome back to Sad Girl Hours. I'm so excited to have the two of you on. I am joined with John and Cassidy, which you guys just eloped. So now it's Richeson. Richeson. The Richesons. Yes. And you listen to the podcast, so it's really cool to have you on because I've been talking about having you on since I started it and was just kind of waiting to see what we wanted to uh, <laughs> tangent on, I yeah. guess. Um, so we've talked in previous episodes with other people about the LDS faith and the church and what it's like living in Utah. And I have definitely gotten feedback from other people of like, what the fuck is going on over there? And for me, I was just like, I was, I've only recently woken up to this the past like five, maybe six to seven years, but like the rest of my life, I was just like, this is how it is everywhere, right? Yeah. You know, because especially if you've never lived anywhere else, you don't really have anything to compare it to. Um, And so you, you were in the church? Kind of. It's okay. Complicated. So by the time I was born... My dad was no longer in the church. I don't think my mom was either. I don't think either of them had been for a long time. And so when I started as a kid, just going on the weekends mostly, or obviously the weekends, but weekends that I would go to my grandparents, I would go with them on every Sunday because they were very devout Christians going to church every Sunday. Word. Yeah. So, so specifically Christian or specifically like Mormon LDS. Okay, yes. cool. LDS, whatever. <laughs> Which to me, I don't know, like Christianity, I have a bone to pick with and like whatever else, but for whatever reason to me, like no LDS the is its own thing. So I should have specified and not just said Christian because it is its own. It's a whole different wacky yeah. thing. Yeah, its sure. own brand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It has its own branding for sure. Well, and like you said, if you don't have an outside reference, it's totally different. And one of the first things that really shook me getting out of Utah is when my friend moved from here to Michigan and she was going to high school out there and I went to visit her and they, she went to school in shorts that were showing her thighs and she had a tank top on that was showing her shoulders. And I was like, you can do that. (laughs) I was like, they don't, you're going to school in this. She's like, yeah, it's hot outside. I was like, <laughs> well, yeah, um, it's, that's logical. But like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it like gets you're allowed to show your shoulders. That's totally inappropriate. What about the boys <laughs> in school? Aren't, aren't you going to get pulled into the office for distracting <laughs> everybody with your shoulders? Apparently Because I sure as fuck did. No, apparently the dumbest shit. aren't wow. an issue in other states. Weird. They, Maybe Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> I could see it bleeding into Idaho for sure because yeah. there's quite a big They're uh, kinda wacky LDS too. faith out there too. Yeah, I feel yeah. like, I don't know, the only Mormons that I've met that were like, that I really enjoyed are like California Mormons. Yeah. Those guys are fucking breed. dope. Yeah, they're pretty <laughs> like, because they're like what we would call out here Jack Mormons because they are just good people that 
believe in their faith and don't fucking bug people about it and don't bug you if you have tattoos or if you don't, they just, they don't care. Yeah, yeah. and that's so insane to know that there are people in that faith that are like that, especially when you're just surrounded by the ones who are not your entire childhood and upbringing. And I was, I was Baptist. I was born Baptist. And Interesting. I, yeah, I couldn't, I didn't have any friends in the neighborhood. I couldn't play with any neighbor kids. Nothing like that. Did you grow up out here then? Yeah. I was okay. I was born in California and I was only there for like a month and then we came okay. back home because my I was complicated. I was a preemie. Mm. We had so one we of had those to be close family. to family, yeah. yeah. And uh, then we ended up moving out to Oklahoma because my parents were going to Bible college. So wow. yeah. I was I'm super, super Baptist, like my knowledge on the Bible and everything by the age of seven was like unparalleled by anybody who was 15 even. And it was just like, yeah. And I, I felt like, I don't know. I was proud because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm sure at the time. Absolutely. Yeah. I was pleasing absolutely. my parents. I was shoveling in all this information and retaining it. And I, in what grade was I in? Let's see. Um, Seventh grade, seventh grade, we had a fine arts competition, and I was in a Baptist academy, of course. And I went in to do a sermon, which is preach. My pa- my dad was a pastor, and mm-hmm. I wanted to make him proud. And I did a sermon on the Book of Job, and I got second place, and it was like wow. a big deal and everything. And just one day, I I don't know. I think it was after I started realizing how weird it seemed to me for Mormons to treat other or LDS people to treat people outside of their faith the way that they do. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And then come to find out the things that they actually believe. And I was like, wow, that's insane. Like, yeah. And this is coming from somebody who like, like no shade to the religion you grew up in, but also like all the shade. Because, like, if we really want to go all the way back, and one day I'm going to do, like, a full-blown, like, deep dive and a full episode on it, but all of, like, religion really was taken from witchcraft and paganism. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because paganism has been around so much longer, and the church came along and was like, no, like, Shelby went on a whole tangent on it. Highly recommend you guys listen to the other episodes with Shelby and them, because we have tan like tangents about this yeah. so it's just like the fact that someone even in another religion that isn't necessarily rooted in um what's the word i'm looking for um honesty i guess i don't know um can look at another faith and be like damn but you guys are really kind of fucked up yeah like well, and once you step back and take a look at every religion for what it is they're all the same. Yeah, it's exactly. It's the same they belief from the same stuff. put in different disguises. It doesn't matter if you believe in God, if you believe in Allah, if you believe in the universe, Source. karma, yeah. yeah, spirit. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what label you put on it. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's crazy that there's such a huge division. And it's like, people, you're brought up in this box Mm -hmm. and you're just stuck in this box that your parents made for you that your grandparents made for them and this box just gets passed down to the next kid and they don't get to look elsewhere and they don't get to see things for what they truly are Mm -hmm. unless they break out of that box and really take a deep look at everything 
Yeah. Well, and it's crazy how many people that have been in the Mormon faith have said the exact same thing. Even just like there's a podcast specifically for people who have left the church and like coming to their realizations and what really like did it for them. And so many of them have expressed being put in this box and anything outside of what they teach you is wrong and you are not to look elsewhere and you are not to believe anything else. You are a part of the one true church. Yeah. Yeah. Every church says that. Every religion says we're the only ones. Mm -hmm. We're the best. So how are all of you the best? If you look outside your own religion and try to understand another one, that's, they don't want you to do that because the second you do that is when you realize that it's the same story. It's, yeah, just in a different wording, different, different yeah. font. Something, yeah, literally. <laughs> that's the only, the only difference. And I mean, because we, I remember being little and not being able to play with certain people and like not being able to do anything with friends on Sundays. And I always was like, that's weird but okay like so like that's kind of where it like started and then the older I got like like my little brother for instance Landon he was coming home from elementary school with stories about kids that told him that either he was gonna go to hell because his dad was a tattoo artist or (laughs) had tattoos in general because he wasn't I don't know if he was tattooing yet but he's had both of those things. Mm-hmm. Your dad's tattooed, you're going to hell. He's a tattoo artist, you're going to hell. Yep. Had a kid bring him a Book of Mormon. Um, and then, because my, he, I'm going to have him on the show, but he has a um, incision in his throat because when he was born, he had, it's called Larango Seal, if I remember correctly. Super, super rare. But essentially what it is is... Um, a cyst in the airways and this cyst was bigger than his airways like the fact that he even lived as long as he did before they found it was kind of a miracle and because of that his vocal cords kind of have some damage and he kind of has like a scratchy like raspy kind of thing and he's straight up had kids be like oh you must smoke cigarettes uh, like a in <laughs> like a young ass kid and yeah like, i've been smoking since i came out the womb sorry about that yeah like he had one kid just recently be like did you slit your own throat and he's like what, what? the fuck <laughs> like excuse me so like just God. the fact that there are are young kids out there that are even pushing this because of the way their parents are it's because their parents are spoon feeding it to them and Mm -hmm. that's my biggest issue is when people raise their kids like strictly within the religion they're going on sunday going to church on sunday every sunday from six weeks old Mm -hmm. from the second it's quote-unquote safe to be around people they're taking them to church every single sunday like they can tell you all about the plan of salvation by the time they're two years old. And it's like my, that's weird to me. Yeah. It's, and I grew up without (laughs) any religion. So like, maybe that's why I was, I just, I'm like, what? But like, even the fact like, cause what age do you have to be baptized by? Like seven, eight, eight. So, uh, my dad actually is baptized because his, his grandpa was a a bishop. Mm -hmm. Um, Right over here at this hey, church same. around the corner. My yeah. grandpa was a bishop. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think both. 
Yeah, and so a lot of kids end up just getting baptized because that's just what their family did. But mm-hmm. by the age of eight, you don't know shit. Well, by that age, that decision. that's when like most of your like personality and like who you are as a person is ingrained by is by yeah. the age of eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, my so my whole relationship with the church is wild because I've never been super strictly active. There was maybe a six to seven month point in time that I was really active. Um, And that was just because my family had gotten sealed in the temple and I felt left out. And I was also super suicidal. And I had been taught my whole life that if I died without getting sealed to my family, I would never see them again. So I was like, well, I'll, I'll do this. So I did all the things. You go talk to your bishop, you get your Templar recommend, you have to go to church like X amount of times, you have to pay X amount of tithing before you can get your Templar recommend. So I did all that. Um, yeah, it's a, you have to pay to join. You have to pay to join. Um, but Scientology. I literally, <laughs> get out of my head, get out of my head. That was literally where I went. I was like, well, and then it gets worse from there. So, like, I, I was already doing all of this because I felt forced to. Mm-hmm. And I I was pursuing a guy that was also in the church. So that was a whole different can I of worms. I yeah. for sure. But <laughs> <laughs> um, when I actually went through the temple is what really opened my eyes. Because you go into the ceiling room and there's an altar in the middle and your parents are in there, and they're in this weird-ass outfit. Weird-ass outfit. I've heard weird things. The, like the, wall, the whole room so. is made of mirrors. But all walls, the ceiling. So you're just seeing, like, infinite reflections of... Could you imagine going in that your parents in Okay, and so it's like, <laughs> you've got some baker's hat doodad and an apron, and it just... Honestly, that was one of the freakiest experiences of my life. I'm freaked <coughs> out. Yeah, and I think I think I went to church one time after that and never went back because that shit left me scarred. <laughs> That's weird. It was really weird. So I had to like I had to wear white underwear because I was going to be put in a white outfit that was pretty fucking see-through and then yeah go into that room and do the whole ceiling thing and I just the whole time I was so wildly uncomfortable I was like vibes don't lie man yeah that's and especially like I don't know I just I (laughs) I can't even describe it it was so fucking strange well and and I've I've heard weird things just about because like not everybody goes through the temple to do that you know even so um, and a lot of people don't come back out and talk about it really. Cause it's, especially if you're going to stay in the church, like it's normal. Right. Yeah. But like, come at me for talking about it. I dare you. Well, <laughs> they have a whole podcast of people they need to go after too then. Because yeah. like, the fact, <laughs> there's plenty. And, and I feel like it, it's, it's kind of a newer thing of people like really like in large groups leaving the church. There's been like a really large well, awakening. There. Their stance on the LGBTQ plus community is very extremely harmful, as everybody knows. Yes. Um, 
it's no secret that Utah has some of the highest suicide rates, some of the highest mm-hmm. rape rates, some of the highest drug and addiction rates. Like we have leading numbers in all of these problems and people don't see the correlation between what else we have the leading number in, which is LDS churches yeah, and LDS people and LDS mm-hmm. influence. And it's, it's everything that they teach is problematic in its own way. Yeah. And it like from the family proclamation and the way that they vehemently say that you can only be a man and woman getting married and only be a man and woman having children and all this other bullshit. And it's just like the fact that they are, they dedicate themselves more to the church than they do that they, the people that they claim to actually love. Like, for example, I am bisexual, mm-hmm. big, big whoop. I am a part of the LGBTQ plus community. And it breaks my heart to have, to see my grandparents, my own grandparents, my own flesh and blood who say that they love me are sharing shit like love the sinner, hate the sin, saying that directly to me That's so when sad. I try to defend anything Just, about it. They're yeah. like, love the sinner, hate the sin. I'm like, it's not a sin, first of all to love who you love. Like, I don't, I don't get how you think that love or attraction in any sense could be a sin. Yeah. Like it, none of it makes sense to me. Like all of their teachings, I can't say all because they're okay. There's a couple good things. It's not all bad. There's well, there like, has to be in yeah. order exactly. to get people yeah. to I mean, buy into it and stay and like yeah. believe that there's something good about well, it. And there's definitely truth in there almost is. all and religion. I, I can't say that I hate every aspect of the church because I don't think I would have my dad if it weren't for them because yeah. they have their addiction recovery program that I'm confident saying saved his life yeah. <laughs> because he was going down a really bad path. So... I've seen you kind of talk about yeah, that. Yeah, like he, I think he has said he was drinking for 21 years, I want to say, and it was just, he never drank just to chill. It was mm-hmm. get hammered, don't remember a thing. Like, yeah, and get, to your, be able to get rid of your feelings type of thing. And I don't know, it... It sucks that he doesn't see the correlation that that began on his mission. Like, his depression started on his mission. When he was forced to spread this shit that he had been fed since he was a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think something that's eaten away at him the rest of his life is that he thinks that he's going to go to hell or whatever. Or he thinks that he's a bad person. I don't know. I don't know if that's what he thinks, but... I think the church has damaged everybody in Utah, whether or not they realize it. And even if you don't go to church, even if you've never been a member in your life, Mm -hmm. you have somehow, like your brother. has impacted you. You have somehow been impacted by them. Absolutely. It's just garbage. (laughs) Yeah, and to lean off of specifically just the LDS for a minute, like I said, I was raised... Baptist and I had this moment where I was like it was specifically the belief that they have to work their way into heaven pretty much they have to earn their way they have to do good deeds help people 
pretty much build their own steps to heaven. And in baptism, the belief is that you don't, you don't do any work. You accept them and you're in heaven. Like he does all of that for you. There's no need. Like if you're going to do anything good, do it for the reason of just doing it good. Mm-hmm. See, and I, I like that a lot more. Than well, that. and that's why I've said that atheists are more Christ-like than Christians because they're not doing things for the sole purpose of getting into heaven or to be Christ-like or for X, Y, Z. It's to be a good person. Yeah. It's because they just want to be a good person. They're here experiencing their human experience and want to be a good human and want to help other people have a good experience while they're here because that's all it should be about. Absolutely. Well, you shouldn't be focused on what's coming next. You should just experience human life for what it is yeah I agree well and because I mean my parents to anybody who knows my parents well like they know that they are just like my mom is an angel walking this earth like my dad too but my mom is just like they (laughs) are the best people that I've ever met and the fact that there are others out there that would condemn them just for the fact that they run a tattoo shop Mm -hmm in and of itself is it's it goes almost against the whole love thy neighbor like the whole like point almost well of what I feel like religion was supposed to be when I got my first tattoo that boy that I had a crush on that I was pursuing and one of my best friends at the time basically told me this was before I got my temple recommended everything they told me that I was never going to get into the temple because of that because I got a tattoo and it's literally like I remember laughing about oh that one okay I thought it was the other one yeah it's it's like not even two inches yes Mm -hmm. and they told me I was never going to get into the temple and at the time being a devout Mormon that hurt my shit (laughs) that hurt my soul I was like I can't believe they said that to me so I just worked harder to do it because I'm very much a person that proves everybody wrong if somebody tells me I can't do something I'm gonna go do it just to say fuck you yep (laughs) yep so I understand that another reason that I got into into the temple was purely out of spite like (laughs) oops I love that for you though because I mean well and that's the whole thing is like you can walk in and lie your ass off to the bishop just to get the thing you want because it's that easy too. Well, and how many guys that go on missions do that? You know what I mean? Like how many So many of them. I yeah. we we just even just the people we have gone to school with that have gone on missions, there were so many that came back. Not and only left did the they church. have like consensual sexual interactions with people, there are so many people like non-consensual non-consent yeah. consensual Jesus. <laughs> like Pure rapists are going and lying to their mm-hmm. bishop's face and going on a mission and spreading their gospel shit as if they're good people. Yeah. Yep. Well, and, and then they can they can repent. It's that's okay. my issue. But if you get pregnant, you're you possibly like if you get pregnant underage and out of wedlock, you just might get excommunicated for that. Yeah, the boys can do no wrong. It's always yeah. about appeasing the the men and maybe that's another reason why I have such an issue with that religion specifically is because it's just so in your face that that's what it is is like if you do anything wrong you can't take the sacrament and like they start taking your privileges away like Mm -hmm. 
you'll get your temple recommend taken away. You can't take sacrament. Like, yep. all these arbitrary things, and I don't know. Yet bishops can ask uh, young women if they're masturbating. Um, yeah. And I've heard some really gross. Yeah. I was asked to stop taking the sacrament for that. Wow. Yeah. You were honest with your bishop? Yeah. <laughs> that you masturbated? <laughs> You're a savage. Well, that and, yeah. It would have been like, you know all of these guys out here are doing it too, right? Every like, last one of them. Every single, all probably more than I am because I think, I. this is just personal opinion, but I feel like women don't get way into like self-stimulation until like a little bit older. Boys, on the other hand, <laughs> like they hit like 11 and they're like, Word. <laughs> See what yeah. this does. Like, so. I, well, and okay, that's a whole nother talking point is the lack of sex, sexual education because sex is so taboo within the church. Yes. It creates an environment that allows abuse to just go completely unseen. Mm-hmm. There are people that don't even know they're being abused because they don't have the education. Yep. <laughs> Like, raising my hand as a child, I had no idea what was happening to me was wrong because I was never educated, or I was never educated You and I got on some guy on Facebook about this not Mm -hmm. too long ago because he was talking about how teaching young kids sex ed is gross and inappropriate. I was like, because he (laughs) thinks we're out there telling children how to have intercourse, but that's not, that's what, not what we're doing. We need children to know their proper body parts because... Know what the word consent yeah. is. Like one of the first words I want my daughter to know is what consent yeah. is. And uh, like as soon as she can like genuinely grasp it, like, yeah. Like if my schools that I send her to are not going to teach her that, I will gladly. But that's the issue. And I'm pretty sure I said this to this guy. It was... Very few people are going to get that education at home from their parents mm-hmm. if the school system isn't doing it. Yeah. Like, the first time I ever heard about my a period was in fifth grade maturation. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. No clue. And even then, when I got my first period, I was still completely taken aback and unprepared. And it was just... It all stems back to making sex a taboo subject. And it's not that way in other places as much as it is here. Well, and that's a big reason why I want to get the heck out of this state and take our daughter with us is because it's just, it's awful. Like, I just, (laughs) I do not feel comfortable raising her here. I just don't. like the same thing. If If my parents weren't so rooted here, yeah. I think elsewhere the average is like one in four women are raped in before they're 18 but it's here it's one in three high, but yeah but it's one in yeah. three here like yeah it's, it's and i would here. argue to say it's probably one in two because yeah every oh, single yeah. woman i have met in my reports. life that i have talked to mm-hmm. has had an experience they just a haven't reported it or it's not like it's never been on paper to be on numbers or they don't even really even real like because when i Because what happened to me, I was technically molested. And, like, when I say that, I'm just, like, yeah. See, I don't like that word because that's what happened to me, too, and I don't like it. Yeah. Well, and I, it was (laughs) years and years. I was talking to one of my really good friends about it and just telling her what happened. And she was, like, 
he molested you. And I was like, no. Is that yeah. the technical word for that? Yeah. She was like, oh. yeah, like if they, if they, if there's no penetration and it's just like touching on sexual areas, that's yeah. what molestation is. If it's non-consensual. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. And it hit me in such a weird and how old were you? way. Well, um, when it happened or, or when I realized com- it. That conversation. I was almost 19 years old. Jesus. Yeah. Well, that's just. Isn't that sad? The sad thing also is that like this whole lack of consent education is people aren't realizing when they've been abused in other ways. It's like Mm -hmm. because there's this whole you can say no 10 times, but then you say yes out of fear because you're like, okay, if I keep saying no, Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going to come next. So I better just give in. You say yes. You technically consented. Mm -hmm. So they don't think that it's assault or wrong but it is because that's coercion yep, if they I did not say that. yes the first time yeah. and you have to keep pushing <clears> it's <throat> not a fucking yes it is not an enthusiastic yes no. which is the only consent acceptable yeah absolutely absolutely well and so i remember i worked when i uh worked for a company um where i was taking care of kids with autism some of them had fetal alcohol syndrome that kind of thing and one of the families I worked for they used to be a part of the church and what made this mom get out and never take her kids back was first they had found out I don't know if it was one of the like leaders I don't know what the fuck you call them it wasn't a bishop but like one of like the elders maybe was that higher than a bishop or lower than a bishop lower than a bishop i think probably an elder yeah like someone like that or it was just somebody who just went to the church i can't remember which one but (laughs) he had gotten caught um sexually assaulting girls within that same church um nothing ever came of it people kept taking he was still allowed at church he still went to church yep And then um, around the same time, I think this happened before that came out, her daughter had gone in to have a talk with the bishop, and that was when he had that talk with her of, are you masturbating? Are you having sex? Are you these things? And and her daughter was very uncomfortable and started crying and wanted her mom, and when she went and told her mom what was going on, she, thank God, had the right frame of mind to be like, um... We're leaving. We're not... Why are you asking my 14-year-old daughter about this without... And why are you doing it with just the two of you in this room? I am not present. She is a child. She is a minor. Like, um, And so they left. And there's so many stories like that of even within the church of sexual assaults happening and nothing... Nothing comes of it. And I'm sorry, but, like, I feel like the reason why... And I've, I've heard about two other serial rapists that are active out here aside from the one that we know about recently. And I'm sorry, but when you make sex such a taboo thing and you push all this religion down kids' throats and there's all these different factors. Well, and then it they think that they're sinful if they were the one that was raped or assaulted. Yeah. They think that they were a sinner and that they're dirty now because there were so many analogies taught to us that you're a chewed up piece of gum that you're a crumpled up dollar, that you... Uh, they say this to you guys? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they they would, oh like, God. 
they would pass around a crisp dollar and have everybody look at the dollar like, look, this is a nice dollar, everybody right? Everybody touches a dollar. dollar, and then by the end of the class, or end of the group, they're like, do you want to keep that dollar? Because it's not crisp anymore. It's not crisp anymore. It's not a good dollar. It's not a fresh oh dollar. Oh, my fucking God. Or they would do the same thing with a rose. They would pass a rose around the room, and by the end, it's all crinkled and Petals wilting. And yeah, and they're like, don't you want to be a fresh rose for your prince? Oh my fucking god! Literally, two children. <laughs> oh, like they put this like weird pedestal on keeping your virginity, and then when you are assaulted and like no longer have that. Yeah, virginity. though that's virginity is so fucking arbitrary because it's if it was stolen from you in a in a sense of assault or rape then you're still a virgin at the point that you have consensual sex in my eyes right but then your hymen is broken so you're not a virgin which i feel like (laughs) is kind of a myth see this is how little they teach us even about our own bodies because i'm just like is that even a thing it is real (laughs) it is a thing because i didn't Um, bleed after the first time i didn't have my cherry pop it was the fuck you probably broke your hymen elsewhere doing other things you can break it by doing the splits or playing too hard or riding a horse or jesus christ (laughs) yeah and i'm like oh i thought it was just a sex thing no inserting a tampon like yeah i could see that actually yeah. And the, the taboo, the sex being taboo isn't even exclusive to just the LDS. No, and no, it's just religion. <laughs> yeah, it's but all it's of just, it. yeah, I, I mean, Utah culture is something else. When you go elsewhere and like see how people behave and then come back to Utah or just look at Utah from, a, from an outside perspective, it's like, what is wrong with that place? The, like, <laughs> the whole thing. It's all messed up. Well, and it's not. I mean, what is the first thing people say to you when you tell them you're from Utah? Oh, I was working AT&T sales chat, and my name was Steve. And I told the customer that I was in Utah, and he said, oh, how many wives do you have, Steve? There it is. Yeah, how many wives do you have? (laughs) I get that all the time. How many wives do you have if you happen to be a man? Game chat when I'm playing my games, and they got people, they're like, oh, you're from Utah? Are you Mormon? I'm like, The first thing. Yep. All I have to do to tell people where I'm from is say Mormonville. And they're like, oh, Utah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and that's what I think bothers me so much is how much they lack um, accountability from where their religion stems from. Because I've talked about this previously, and the only reason the FLDS is not still fully intact and it's split is because Utah wanted to become a state. And they, we weren't going to be <laughs> allowed to become a state if they didn't knock that shit off. And I actually, um, <clears throat> he worked at Teleperformance around the same time you were still a manager there. Mm. Um, I don't know if you know him, but he, his name's Patrick Jessup. Um, but him and I became friends. And Very familiar. He was like, yeah, um, me and my family escaped from Colorado City from the FLDS religion when I was nine. And I was, like, he was so normal. So I was like, that's funny. And he's like, no, I'm oh serious. Oh my so God. His, no, you, d- oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. you're good. You just so reminded me of so much. <laughs> his youngest sister, Mary Beth, was the very last young girl that Warren Jeffs assaulted and was going to make his wife. Mm. 
and his mom, Carolyn Jessup, she was actually on, I think it was Oprah. She wrote a book um, about it, um, and it was just a terribly abusive environment. They are not educated um, at at all. Um, They're crazy. You can't control educated people like that. No. 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 Yeah. And that's, I think, the biggest reason as to why there is no education. And to mm-hmm. like, well, and that's why people, like, they push you to only go to BYU because then you're still spoon-fed this very specific dialect and information and you're not broadening your horizons. Like, you're not expanding yeah. what you're learning at all. Yeah. Well, and that's how they keep people so just in it yeah. is for that the reason. Sheep. And it... It's brainwashing like yeah. it. And that's why it's so hard for people to leave. And to any, I, well, they also push so hard that you, you will never be happy outside of the church. When you leave the church, you will never be happy. You'll yep. never be happy unless you're here. That's like a common it, thread too. Always. Like I, I know I just said it three times in a row, but that's because you hear it a million and one times yep. from people in the church. Yep. And Every the, time. the biggest, that's a huge factor for it, but what I think is the biggest factor is that you are taught from the second that you can understand words that any, like any thought that you have that differs from the religion, any, Mm -hmm. any question that you come up with, anything that you have a doubt about, that's Satan. That's temptation trying to get at you. And you have to ignore that because if, if you listen, Satan's going to get in and it's like, everything is labeled as Satan. Like, I just read a Twitter thread the other day about somebody who was having like a really awful mental breakdown because they got in a fight with their family over Thanksgiving dinner. And she was like, I know Satan can't be getting in my head like this and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, it's not Satan. You are struggling. You have have chemicals in your brain that are not balanced and it's causing you to have thoughts that you would not typically have. Mm -hmm. It's not fucking Satan. It's something that... there's so much, like everything is Satan. You don't have a mental health issue. It, you're wondered, possessed by a demon. I wondered what the mental health, like, is, like, community They don't b- believe is, in like, demons. That's, com- that's a, no. But. That's the, <laughs> that's the Catholic church. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Baptist. And, well, and even, like, and I know that this isn't the LDS religion, but, like, I recently, like, the past few years have learned a lot more about Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. They're mm. wild, too. My. God, I'm going to do a whole deep dive because it is, it's insanity. And I know some people that their families are Jehovah's Witnesses and I like, no, I'm, and even I'm I, really good friends I with somebody who's a yeah. Jehovah's Witness. Is yeah. Jehovah Witness, like, is that a branch off of, of LDS or no. what? No, it, I don't even. Is it even Christianity? I don't it's even Christianity. know. It's Christianity. So essentially, <laughs> um, because they kind of are similar as like how Mormons have the um, missionaries going out. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Jehovah's Witnesses will come knock on doors. Yeah. They'll do the yeah. whole thing. But their thing <clears throat> is, and this is like just a brief overview from the time you were born, um, as a Jehovah's Witnesses, you are constantly preparing for the end of the world. Oh, that's right. Okay. Constantly. Um, they don't celebrate Christmas. They yeah. don't celebrate. They don't Anything. believe in politics, which yeah. to an extent, I'm sure it's peaceful to not give a fuck. Yeah. I remember when I used to not give a fuck, and I kind of miss that. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Um, I miss my ignorant days yeah, sometimes. I, I, yeah, like sometimes I'm like, fuck, you had to do acid and open yourself up to shit oh, and God. start caring Are they more. The ones it that was believe, the acid, huh? <laughs> they're the ones that believe 
pleasure is sin, isn't it? Any yeah, sort. Yeah, I, so. I think so. I think so. And the um, they because you're put in this mentality that you're always preparing for end of the world and it can yeah. come at any time that puts your brain it's no different than being in an abusive relationship almost because your brain is constantly in that fight or oh, flight yeah. or fawn or yeah. freeze mentality and when you're in that for so long it chemically reconstructs your brain yeah and, and they absolutely the weaponize thing. that in religion too because absolutely. well like, and i'm glad you said religion because it is everywhere that does that too because especially with the lds community you from a very young age you're taught that you will go to outer darkness you will not make it to the celestial kingdom if you do xyz like you have to be a perfect person to get into the celestial kingdom you can't drink coffee you can't have sex unless you're procreating you can't unless you're married and procreating like it's all so specific it's so funny because when i learned about outer darkness i was like hmm that's a hell of a lot better than what I have been taught, like, it's hell. It's the lake of fire. And then I, f- I found out that in LDS, it's just outer darkness. And I'm like, that's actually, that's okay, actually so what better. Okay, so what the fuck is lake of fire? It's hell. It's Okay, hell. and that's Fiery what pits of burning darkness. bullshit. So, yeah, that's basically, Jehovah's are preparing for that because it's going to come at any time. The What they're preparing for is the end of times. Well, end of Revelations. Days. Yeah. Yeah. Which is where... In the book, well, and this and comes from my doesn't stupid, Jesus come back and he takes it's like one third of the people or something that's like right. that, and yep. then everybody else is supposedly under the reign of Satan for ten thousand years, and the earth is that's what it is. Hell. They're the trying is to hell, be that one third, so they yes. have all these very strict. But the issue with them, so they, um, they're a lot more like in your face cult-like if you learn about them because Mm -hmm. of the fact that anything that happens um and a lot of them live in almost like compounds almost like not everybody that's jehovah's witnesses but a lot of them and anything that happens within the community it stays within the community it is dealt with by a higher whatever they're equivalent to a bishop (coughs) excuse me or whatever that is um They don't get cops involved, and so they have a really bad sexual assault issue, Mm -hmm. and um, mostly with minors, and their rule is unless you have one other witness to what has happened, you can't even bring it up to one of the higher-ups because it's disrespectful. God. Um, So there was a story I heard about... um, in one of the documentaries I was watching about it and this girl and her cousin had been raped by the same elder, we'll call them same higher up guy. And they realized there's two of us. We can bring this to a, another higher up and we can actually do something about it. Oh fuck. No, they brought it up and they were shamed and they were told, how dare you talk about somebody that is so high up in the church of this nature? I never mm-hmm. want to hear you talk about this with anybody ever again. Um, completely slut shamed over it. And there's thousands upon thousands of cases that they've just kept within. And I'm sure the LDS religion well, is it's exactly the same. very similar. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly the same. It's, yeah, it's disgusting. They will do anything to cover it up before they will actually hold somebody accountable. And like this in and of itself should totally be evidence that everything is the same. It's all the same story because like you have Jehovah's Witnesses, you have missionaries, and then in Baptist religion, they're called evangelists. 
Mm. And it's just, they're all doing, they're all serving the same purpose. Absolutely. Yeah. For a different, a different They think it's religion. different. Yeah, yeah. Like. Absolutely. And. Well, and even like, it's not, let me pull this up. I have a couple TikToks that I was going to share with right. you guys because they came at such a like ideal time. Hopefully this doesn't blow our ears off. Let's see. So <clears throat> one of these, I'm going to be really intrigued since you are like pretty well versed in the Bible and stuff. It sounds like, yeah, because there were certain things that this girl talked about that I was like, um, <laughs> I actually don't know anything about that. So, um, but the first one I'm going to play <clears throat> really speaks to, because I've, especially recently, I've seen a lot of like artists, like resin artists that use like tarot cards in some of their resin work mm -hmm. and like things like that. They have the crystals, they have all the thing, probably yeah. practice witchcraft. And there's so many people that genuinely believe that tarot is like of the devil. <laughs> and that if you practice any sort of spirituality or witchcraft that you are of the devil and all yep. these things. Um, so I'm just going to leave this here for if there's anybody listening that thinks that. Let me make myself clear. Incense, crystals, meditation, supernatural gifts, divination, numerology, and astrology, they're all in the Bible. Y'all don't believe in sage, but smudging is in the Bible. Do I dare mention psychics? Unless you pay prophets to speak in church. Y'all don't believe in rituals, but devouring the blood and body of Christ. Aw, you don't believe in the use of herbs either? But you're also covering your walls in holy oil, which is made with olive oil and herbs. Y'all don't believe in the law of attraction, but you're always telling people to speak things into existence. Speak it and it's yours. Claim it and it's yours. It's a shame you don't believe in altars unless the pastor tells you to. Do I even dare to mention spirits in possession? Unless you're at church catching the Holy Ghost. And y'all don't believe in spell work, but your book, the Bible, <laughs> the Psalms is entirely full of spell. Now let me. <laughs> oh I was God. like, go the fuck in, bitch. <laughs> because just talking about taking in the body and blood of Christ, just that alone mm -hmm. is a ritual. And I will fight with any type, any religious oh, person ritual. about it. Exactly it what is. I told it's you going all, through the temple exactly. is a fucking ritual. That's, Tell me that does not sound culty as all hell to go exactly. in. Oh, these people are in their specific outfits and it's like it's literally like their Eve. Yeah, they're like it's multiplied by infinity, and it's—I don't know—it was literally traumatizing. Like, I don't know. Well, and even because <laughs> you talked about the altar that they had set up and yeah. stuff too, like, and you're gonna judge me? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been to a Catholic? Like, I my dad's side of the family is Catholic, actually, and I've and Catholic churches are dark. They're scary as fuck. <laughs> I was so I was in the military. I was at boot camp, and I would go. On Sundays, we could go to church if we wanted to. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't religious, but I would go like, to church. I'm getting out of yeah, here. Yeah, I'd get, get a break. And I would go to my, I'd go to church and I'd get like the same feeling I get as a kid in the church. And it wasn't necessarily a bad feeling. It was, it's, it's like, it's a good feeling almost. Mm -hmm. Because I you're surrounded. by the Holy churches. Spirit. Yeah. You're surrounded by a bunch of people who are, they're good people. And you feel that, but it's not the people that are the problem. And we, but one time I decided to just go with my buddy who was Catholic and I, I was like, okay, yeah, let's go. We, oh my God, we go in there, we sit down and I'm like, okay, everyone's really quiet. But mm -hmm. I'm Baptist. Everybody stands up, sings, claps, yep. like Whole it was just deal. completely different. And then like, I don't know what they said. I don't know what was said after, but some, the person up on the podium said something 
and every single soul in peace that. Peace be with you, oh, and also with you. Fucking god! It, I I almost like, I lost my mind. I was freaking out. The only person in this in this massive room, and I'm like looking around, like like, am I about to be happened? sacrificed? Like, I was terrified. It oh. was the weirdest thing I had ever experienced, and it was just like when I whenever I'm shown weird things from other religions, all it does is just come back and then show me the weird things within my own religion. Yeah, yeah. And so I was because like, you piggybacking off of that, I I said that I went through the temple and went to church one more time and then never went back. I'm pretty sure that's how it went. I might have gone a couple of times, but I know there was one time after the temple thing that. Everybody in the whole chapel said amen perfectly at the same time, which just doesn't so happen. And it was it was terrifying. Yeah. Like to hear <laughs> probably over a hundred people say amen in the same yeah. tone. Say like it I don't know. It sent it chills through my spine. Vibe. And then people take that and call it the Holy Spirit, that weird creepy vibe that I felt. And they're like, Oh, that's Spirit, I feel him. Like he's here with me. I'm like, mm-hmm. I think okay. you're feeling something. Else. You're That's feeling the cold fear. energy. Yeah. <laughs> well, and my uh, with Catholicism specifically, um, they're just weird too, because like they don't believe in birth control, but they also don't believe same with Mormons. In, yeah, they don't believe in that. And um, if you commit suicide you are automatically in hell yeah i think that's the way it is with most religions actually yeah um but catholics are like a whole like it it caused a whole thing with my my dad's passing that's the whole reason why my they would rather believe that my dad was murdered rather than took his own life like it's just it's really interesting and i've gone that's that's crazy because that's just another sign in belief they would rather believe mm-hmm. that he was murdered and their belief in him being murdered their belief that he is in heaven they helps. will literally intentionally gaslight yeah. themselves mm-hmm. to a point like they force Absolutely. themselves to believe this thing that they know is not true just to make themselves feel better yeah That's Absolutely. it is it is really sad and yeah. it's um it caused a lot more trauma for me than i needed yeah. so yeah. Um, and it, and it's weird because there's only certain parts of my family. Cause I talked to another family member that the only person from my dad's side that came to the baby shower and this cousin I've not talked to. I don't know her really. I've never been involved in her life. She's never really been involved in mine, but sh- her and her mom made a point to come out here and be here for me. And then when, cause they kind of asked like how I was doing, like asked about all of that. And I just told them, I was like, well, I don't know if you know, but like, here's a situation, but he actually like killed himself. And my cousin was like, yeah, they told you something else. And I was just like, yeah, this is what they told me. And she was just like, cause she's not really involved with that side of the family really. Um, And so it's just, it's, it is really sad that you would rather believe something so terrible and you can't accept that there Some people just don't want to be here anymore. And, like, it's, and it's not me- a choice that we can mental make for illness them. Yeah. because there's no talk of that in, in well, religion. Well, that's another I issue. Think. Like <laughs> we just, we just talked about it is it's all, it's, it's all Satan. It's all demons. It's, yep. it's not mental health issues. It's some outside force. 
Well, and I personally think that is why, because my dad had a really bad acid trip, um, and to the point where he thought my grandpa, his grandpa was the devil. Like, they had to call an ambulance and strap him down until his trip was over, because he was seeing the devil and all these things. And I can't help but wonder if because of the way he was raised mm. and his religion and all this, that the acid I'm sure it showed to do with his it mental illness as that way rather than what it actually was. Yeah. My dad had similar experiences on acid, on psychedelics, and he was brought up very Mormon. Interesting. Very Mormon, yeah. He, like, my dad and I talked about our trips, and he yeah, said yeah. that... Um, his yeah he he's definitely not built for psychedelics and neither am i some of us just aren't yeah some people and (laughs) but i I tell people that for sure yeah the devil thing is interesting that you say that because i remember he for like years after he quit drinking while he was like sobering up and it was still in that like really volatile state where he could fall off the wagon and whatnot but he he was having really awful dreams like um repetitive dreams of or recurring dreams of him being chased by the devil and it's just all flames and hell and awful yeah that's horrible just constantly because yeah see i've never i've never had and i will not sit here and lie and be like oh i've never had a bad trip which i mean that's another conversation for another time because i could be a whole new episode (laughs) it's going to be i still have to do that but um it's just, yeah, it, it kind of, all of this blows my mind. And I'm curious to see specifically what you think about this next TikTok that I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. Because this is the one that has like very specific things. So for context, this TikToker is an ex-Mormon. She left the church and she is responding to a comment that was left on one of her previous videos, which she'll kind of explain. But just for context, that's we're at disclaimer please be very polite to this commenter i've seen her comment on other ex-mormons videos and even when she disagrees she's always very civil and her argument here is that when people call the church a cult it just makes her roll her eyes and it's kind of annoying for her because it's she thinks that these people are assuming that she hasn't done her own research and just come to a different conclusion based on the same information and while i can understand why that would feel very invalidating What you have to understand is that people assuming you haven't done your own digging into church history, that you haven't really researched it, is a very kind assumption. Because the alternative is that you looked at the sex trafficking that the early missionaries did in Europe, bringing home these poor teenage girls to marry off to old men as basically... Low battery, fuck you. (laughs) Sex slaves and polygamous marriages that they did not sign up for and that were told did not exist before they came over. You saw the sex trafficking and you were like, that's not a deal breaker. If you did your own research, then you saw that many of the early prophets, not just Joseph, were having sexual relations with children, in some cases impregnating them, often against their will and under coercive threat from God for not only their salvation, but sometimes also the salvation of their entire families. They were told that was being put at risk if they wouldn't have sex as children with these old men. To anyone who's done their digging and stayed in the church, that wasn't a deal breaker. And then when you saw Brigham Young's racism and his call for white people who marry black people to be murdered, you saw that racism and you went, that's not a deal breaker. When you read about the murder by the saints of indigenous peoples of Utah, you went, not a deal breaker. If you did your digging, then you saw that we know Joseph Smith thoroughly lied about 
The translation concerning the Kinderhook plates, which were clearly a fraud, meant to catch him in a lie, and they did so successfully. You read about the Book of Abraham, and you know that he lied about translating it. And for you, that wasn't a deal breaker. It means you learned that not only were blacks not allowed to have the priesthood until the late 70s, but they weren't even allowed to be sealed to their children and were sometimes sealed as eternal servants to white people. Do you know what unpaid servitude is? It's a very fancy uh, lawyer approved way for the church to be able to say that they were sealed as slaves. You found out that slaves were accepted as a form of tithing in some cases and you thought, that's not a deal breaker. So if you're a member of the church and you're like, this is so invalidating that people don't just think I've done my own research and come to a different conclusion. What you have to realize is that when people assume you haven't done your own digging, it's a very kind assumption because the alternative is quite gruesome. It means you learned about the torture, the church approved torture of gay people in conversion therapy in the BYU. And you were just like, that's fine. Not a deal breaker. Yeah. So no, I don't, I really don't. She says exactly right. You assume, crazy? like when you talk to, some, when I go to talk to somebody who seems to be questioning their LDS faith or is even not questioning their LDS faith and I just want to have a conversation with them, they will pull something like that. Like I'm, when you're doing that, when you're attacking the LDS religion, it's really hard for anybody of the LDS religion to not take it personally because every, every individual person, okay, nearly every individual person that I've met that is LDS is a great person. Mm-hmm. They're great people. Yeah. People on, in general are great people. And that's yeah. not like we're not coming. We're not trying to attack them and call them stupid or anything. And like she said, when we assume that you haven't done your research, when we come to you with these points and all these things that the church has done, that any church has done, we're not coming at you being like, you're so wrong. Don't you feel stupid? Yeah. We're, no. we're like assuming that you don't know, because to me, if you knew, if you knew what and was happening, to stay. then you're the worst type of person. Yeah, like she said, it's a kind assumption, and I think I I don't I I highly doubt that I have anybody listening that is LDS, but that's pretty much my stance with it. Is like when I when I'm talking about these things, and like I'm not trying to attack you as an individual. Yeah, I have met. I it's not the individuals that I have a problem with. It is the organization as a whole and the damage that That they they cause. Yeah, and and the individuals that are keeping the organization like like my biggest issue is that like people will see i guess i've said my biggest issue many times but another big issue is that like people (laughs) will see their family members being ripped apart by the church being told that they're not worthy being told that they're sinners that they this that and the other all these negative things and they still continue to support the church over their loved ones and and like then, put money into that bitch, yeah. like and, and like supporting it in all kinds of ways. And it's yeah. all for one simple reason. There's only one reason that people have fallen for it, and that's fear. Period. Yeah. They have They're harnessed. They've harnessed your fear. They have told you that the people you love and care about you will never see. Not only will you never see again. But they're going to burn forever mm-hmm. in pain. And you'll forever, suffer forever. Inter- eternity. And even if you don't suffer forever, I didn't want to go to heaven while my friends and family burned in hell. Yeah. There was, and after years and years of this pit, of this like awful dread of like 
needing to save everybody, being the fishermen of men. Like that mm-hmm. was that was the highest honor, be the fishermen of men for God and save people. It's like after so long of being in that depression, you're just like, there's no there's no power in charge of me. There's no God that would want me to feel this way constantly. I believe Absolutely. I believe there's a power. I believe there's something, but whatever it is doesn't want me to live my life like this. I'm wasting my time. Mm-hmm. And then I heard the saying of it was on TikTok and somebody said they put it into words perfectly. They said we are nature experiencing itself. Mm-hmm. And it's like we're here on this earth. We have our fingertips for feeling, our eyes for sight, our nose for smell, mm-hmm. tongue for taste ears for sound and our brain to put it all together in a very unique perspective mm-hmm. that nothing else here can do. Everything yeah. that is here serves a purpose and our purpose is to experience and keep it, keep it safe. Yeah. But I we're agree. distracted heavily with this fear of religion. Religion's taken over everything. There's, yeah. there's so many, so many more people in religion than there aren't. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, it's all out of fear. They, they only continue to do the things like the individual person. The individual person only continues to push their agenda with the church to continue supporting the church, to continue giving copious amounts of well, money to the church. Well, and it's also out of obligation fear. to their families because they, mm-hmm. like they the don't want to disappoint their parents. They don't want to disappoint their siblings. Yeah, yeah, it is all fear. fear. <laughs> it just circles back to that. And yeah. I if just... You, and once you can just like let go of that fear and just... Like, step outside, look around, take a deep breath, mm-hmm. and realize this is what I'm here to do. Yeah. To so see this. You're to not experience here to worry this. about what comes because next. Because what's coming next is coming next. And it doesn't matter. I, I understand the whole world is, like, fighting each other on what comes next. Mm-hmm. But I believe that whatever is coming next is the same thing that's coming next for every single, every single person. Yeah. And you don't know what it is. There's no way you can know what it is. You weren't meant for that. That's not what you're here for. But you you spend that. that, You would. Yeah. You You spend your entire existence distracted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All over death too, though. Like it's all. Yeah. All about the afterlife. Well, and then they make death so uncomfortable. Like losing my grandpa was one of the most traumatic things that ever happened to me and I can pinpoint that being the start of my depression at 10 years old was my grandpa dying because they don't he was just gone forever and you and I didn't know if I was yeah I didn't know if I was gonna see him again how you act and what you choose to do in this lifetime it's insane it is such torture I prayed for multiple times a day every day for literal months after my grandpa died just to have a sign just I to did see that. him for maybe I one time. That. Could I see him in a dream? Could I like mm-hmm. see an apparition? Could I hear his voice? Like just anything, literally anything, months and months and months on end. And I got nothing. And yep. I was like, is it because I'm not baptized? Because I didn't get baptized at eight years old. I didn't mm-hmm. until I was 12. So, but no, I got baptized and shit was still not good. I was like, so this God dude loves me, but he's putting me through all this shit for why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's Absolutely. a big thing that gets people to not like religion and to become atheists is because, or whatever, they just, they're like, if there is a God that supposedly loves us, why is he doing all of this? And then like mm-hmm. religions will write it off as free will, but mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. Well, it's, and I just think, um, 
because even with because how we've talked about that all of these religions like are pretty much mirrors of each other like it's the same thing even with my beliefs and my beliefs fall under witchcraft and spirituality and Mm -hmm. like what's wrong in religion's eyes but like what is so wrong about the fact that your god is my universe and that your prayer is no different than me talking to my spiritual team yeah why i've i've said that for so many years basically since i left the church and became spiritual because i have had experiences in my life that i can't write off that i can't just be like no nothing's out there there's no higher power blah 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 like there like there was a reason that i went back to church is because i had a very spiritual experience and was like whoa maybe god is real maybe Maybe i should go back to church Yeah, yeah so i i went back to church and all that but it's and it was just a cycle of that for so many years I was like okay maybe this is the right thing and then I would fall out and be like no maybe not but then I found spirituality Mm -hmm. and it's just a different label it's not Mm -hmm. God it's the universe it's Mm -hmm. but it's all the same in a way that is comfortable for me to digest and I think that's what everybody's looking for but people are only comfortable digesting what has been food spoon fed to them since birth absolutely so they don't want to try anything new when i that's what bothers me so much is i just i w- wish that people could just like be okay with the fact that i believe something different than you when it comes specifically to religion or the universe mm-hmm. or whatever else yeah. i i've never understood the need to have somebody see it my way like as much as I will talk people's ears off about like the reality of the LDS church and a lot of these religions I'm not gonna sit and fight with you about it if if you if I can present this information to you and you are still too far in it that you are just in it whatever yeah if it makes you happy and you're being a good person and you're not making other people feel like shit in the process because they don't believe what you do I don't have an issue with you yeah um it's when it is constantly and and that's that's the thing about growing up in utah is even you cannot even be religious and there is still that pressure yeah Mm -hmm. regardless because of the way we're treated in our schools with dress codes and weird shit with that and everything it's the pressure to get married super young and to have kids super young because There, there's like I didn't know this until I was older, but like they have like a timeline for when missionaries come back that they want you to be married and starting a family. Like oh, it's I, it's literally I think insane. it's like six months. <laughs> like they, they want you. Want you? It's it's just wild to me because the only thing they want is procreation, so that they can more make more people that they're controlling, so that they're getting exactly. more money funneled into them. Exactly, they are a multi-billion-dollar industry that is not helping. Hundreds of thousands of people here that are hungry, that are houseless, that need help. And they're just sitting on their money like a bunch of dragons while hiding behind their facade of being helpful. Well, and I even got into, because KSL posted the, what the new uh, temple, I can't remember which one, because they're building so many. Um, One (laughs) of them, because they're building like four different ones right now under construction. I just saw the Leighton one recently, and it's It might have been that one, and I was just like, wow, like, wish you guys could uh, maybe use your money for something that would help the overall community and not just the LDS community. And some guy responded to me, and he was like... 
Um, you're not even worthy to step foot in a temple. So why don't you just not worry about it? And I was like, well, that's not very love thy neighbor of you, but you are right. I am more than worthy of something like that. I deserve much more than your temple and what you think, whatever you think I need to be in order to be and step foot in that temple like fuck you that temple is it's literally it's where heaven touches earth that's what it is to them and it's insane to me that they think that they can manufacture that that they can <laughs> they can just build something and then and now like, that that's, that's now that this structure is right where we put it heaven's touching earth I didn't realize that that's what the, because I've always wondered what the height, like yeah, what that's the like point what, is. Mm-hmm, that's why it's um, you, like not just anybody can go in or anything. Yep. Literally heaven touches earth. Inside that temple is like a glimpse at heaven. Well, and like, and I'm not going to sit and like entirely bash because obviously as we've heard with Cassidy's dad, like they have that program that they help with addicts with certain things and they do do some small things, but I'm as sorry. As long as you're in the church. Exactly. You have to be a part of the church in some way, shape, or form, whether it's a family member that's in it or you're going in order to receive that help. They're not just going to go out of their way and put money into the education system. Why would they help people who aren't going to help them in return? Yeah. Well, and on top of the fact, if you put more money into the education system, you help people be more um, educated. Which in turn... They creates, will leave. Yeah, yeah, creates curiosity when you're educated. And that's not that's not to say that anybody who believes in LDS or any religion is necessarily uneducated. Like you, for can, sure, you can be educated and and still ignore some things. But yeah, it's like it's just, what you feel like seeing. It's like um, what's the word I'm thinking of? It's like selective hearing. Yeah, kind of. It's like obviously cognitive dissonance. Yeah, yeah. That. Is there a religion in existence that doesn't believe that they are the true one, true religion? Other I than I don't know. <laughs> the only ones I can think of that probably aren't that way is the Satanic Temple. Yeah. Um, atheists, maybe, yeah. and like maybe <laughs> Buddhism. Eh. I actually had a coworker that I can't remember if she was Buddhist or Hinduist, but she like is directly from like. India and mm-hmm. um, I guess that those two religions kind of clash quite a bit with Which, each other. Uh, Hinduism and Buddhism, like there's like a oh, whole okay. thing between the two. If you huh. live over there, I yeah. didn't know that because obviously I've never been there and I didn't grow huh. up there. Um, so I do know that, th- like, but that's that's just another example of how none of them are perfect. And the only thing, the only religion or path that i can think of that doesn't claim to be the only right way is witchcraft yeah Yeah. i mean and that's what i love about witchcraft so much is your practice is your own Mm -hmm. as long as you you see how to close practices you can do your own thing you can do whatever you want you can do tarot cards you can do pendulums you can do you don't even have to do spell jars you don't have to do spell work of any kind you don't have to do rituals you you don't have to meditate if you don't want to meditate like no, every there's single thing is yours to mold. Step of what you have to do, and yeah. there's there's also no like pushing of what comes after because the whole thing. And John put it in towards earlier. Like we, in my belief, are literally the universe here to experience itself. Yeah, your only purpose here is to live your life and follow your passion and yeah. follow what your soul yeah. wants 
to do and, and you're not going to be punished for it see and that's no. why i have such a hard time being stuck no. in a capitalist why do you need society either of those? yeah exactly because <laughs> yeah. i want to be out like hunting and gathering and being a person and not worrying about and money back. and absolutely crying well, because all I, the things we could have chose right yeah this is we chose taxes and a mm-hmm. nine to five job 40 hours a week and what oh we didn't choose that no, us. we we <laughs> didn't, but like the collective, the collective before us chose yes. that, and like the I new don't know, collective wants to shut that sh- shit, shift it. Well, yeah. and we're entering into age of Aquarius. Yes, we are February twenty twenty two. Oh, it, yeah. It was just from so I like I mentioned, my dad and mom both went to Bible college. They had a really good friend. His name's Ben. He was at Bible college with them. Ben looked up to my dad a lot. My dad was. Um, Super devout Christian, like like I said, pa- pastor and everything. He was, he's super well versed in the Bible, and um, come to find out, like time passed. I was just a kid. I didn't get told the whole story or anything like that. But they weren't friends anymore, and okay. I was told I was just all I remember was that I was told that he was like satanic. He was Satan. He was wow in the Church of Satanism or something like that. Wow. And for me as a kid, I was like, oh. That's he's bad. bad. That's that's, that's evil. so bad. That's not good. Yeah. And literally today, <laughs> today was Ben's first day. I've never seen this dude since you were since, little. Yeah, since I was a baby. And he just started today his first day on the job and where I work. <gasps> and we he I, you I had a conversation him. with him. Yeah, because I knew I knew even as a kid like that's super vague. Like mm-hmm. there's I don't understand that. I feel like it's not right, but like I'm not gonna question exactly. it. Exactly. And so I was talking to him about it, and I was like, I don't remember much about this time, but what I do remember is that I was told that you were like kind of babbling with Satanism, and he laughed. <laughs> he laughed so hard. He doesn't believe in Satan. He doesn't believe in God or Satan Atheists or anything like that. Yeah. Specifically, don't. Yeah. And and he's not even an atheist. He's uh, non-agnostic, or is it's just a something better, wild. Yeah. Like, I probably couldn't even speak on it to be sure about it, but he he's just started going on about how like he was in Bible college. He had these like feelings like this isn't right. And, like he started wanting to figure out things for himself rather than just be spoon fed. And he went and got a bachelor's in um, physics and he got a degree for business. And he started figuring things out for himself. And he was like, no, none of this is right. And then when he came back, he was demonized by the entire church. Oh my! Anybody God. he would try to talk to or anything like that, and like just have discussions with. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, wow. And he was telling me that, like, obviously him and my dad aren't as close anymore, mm-hmm. anything like that. But he told me that he was talking to my grandpa. My grandpa passed. Actually, I have a few stories on my grandpa, but he passed away when I was in like 2013, and. It was super rough and everything, but I, and at his funeral, I remember being told that the guy up there was like, yeah, he was a God-fearing man and great person and all this thing. And I was like, why? Wait, what? Why? You said that like it was a good thing. Yeah. God-fearing. God-fearing, yeah. And come to find out it was. It's a good (laughs) thing. And I remember every night I would, when I would pray, I'd be like, am I supposed to be afraid of you? Oh. Because I'm straight up, I'm not. Like, I'm sorry if I'm supposed to be, but I'm not. <laughs> and and oh it just God. didn't make sense to me. And that's, like, the first time I started questioning things. Mm-hmm. But the turning point, like I said, was that fear. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's no way that like all too much has added up now. And like, this just isn't right. Absolutely. And so I stopped, like I realized like I could just not like, I don't know. It's just such a huge relief when you finally just take a breath and realize like you realize everybody's eternity is not on your shoulders. Yeah. And you can actually put it down. You yeah. don't have to be holding it anymore. Yeah. And like you've been forced to hold it and it's not even a rock you should be holding. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just like, it's, I'm holding it so that I can't move. Yeah. And you once know, you finally so you put it down, it's insane. It's, it's really, if anybody would just put a little bit more of the thought that they put into things, they would get there themselves. And like Absolutely. I said, with my grandpa, there was one night I went to sleep and this was still when I was like struggling with religion and whether or not it was right or whatever. Mm-hmm. I had a dream. My, I walked into my grandma's house and everybody is there my family my whole family's in there and they're all happy super super happy and i'm like what's going on and my grandma turns and looks at me big smile she comes over and hugs me and she's like he's here he's here and i'm like who's here and she's like he came back it's grandpa and i was like what and he comes up the steps and i hear his voice and i turn and look at him and he is like obviously my grandpa he had wrinkles a big old beard he was bald he had wrinkles on his head he like all this freckles and everything, all these imperfections that made him perfect. Mm -hmm. But he came up the steps and he was like made of wax. His face was perfectly smooth. He had no imperfections, no freckles. His beard was perfect. His head was perfectly smooth. It was like he was made of wax completely. He had like this weird glow to him, like it was synthetic. Interesting. And he was like, hey, bud. And I was like, who are you? (laughs) You're like... And he was like, I'm your grandpa. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're not my grandpa. And I turned to my grandma and I'm like, you know, this isn't grandpa, right? And so he was like, yes, it is. I'm, I was allowed to come back to tell you that Mormonism is the true religion. And I was like, what the fuck? And I turned and I looked at my grandma <laughs> and she was like, he's right. He's right. It's true. And, and this is a dream you had? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. And so I, I, Spooky. everybody. Keep in mind, everybody else in this dream in my family, they look exactly like themselves. My grandma she has all her wrinkles. the only one yes. that looked different and yes. weird. And I woke up and immediately I was like, and this okay, was after so you that's, passed, right? yeah, this was after you yeah. passed. And I was like, this isn't, like, obviously that's not true. I was just lied to. I don't know what approached me, but it. That's how deep in your subconscious the shit is. Yeah. And you know? whatever, I really believe something was trying to get me to mm-hmm. become Mormon and that sounds like, more like of the devil than anything else exactly. I've ever heard. And right. the fact, I was like, it was close, but I don't know what it was about me. I don't know if I had already gotten far enough in my questioning or deep enough into my critical thinking to be able to have this barrier that this thing couldn't actually pierce through. Because yeah. there are definitely, my grandma had the same exact experience, my great-grandma. She had her mom approach her after wow. she passed away and tell her the exact same thing word for word. I was allowed to come back to tell you that Mormonism is true religion. She fell for it because her mom looked exactly like her mom. Perfect. The wrinkles oh and everything. Oh, my God. So and she didn't question anything because no. it was all the same. No, it was all the same. And but for you, you're like, mm-hmm. Mm, it was this is sus. The second I saw him, I was like, "That's I don't know who you are. Get the fuck well, out. Well, even energy and dreams, like you can... T- can tell yeah it's weird like you're not him period like i don't care it was just a hundred percent i knew that that wasn't him and so when i I woke up and i was like obviously not not mormonism yeah but knowing my brain and everything i kept thinking about it and i was like obviously that 
that should to anybody else that would almost be a sign that like where you are now mm-hmm. is right. Yeah. But what if again the vibes don't lie? Yeah. Wh- like what if it knew that it couldn't? Like I don't know. Like anything, anything is possible. But what if it like was trying to do a whole what's the word double negative? Yeah. Like trying to get me to mm-hmm. be like okay, so I am right. I am yeah. where I need to be. Yeah. But I still knew that that wasn't right. And that, yep. that whole interaction with that dream still made me realize that, like, no, I'm not even right now. Because if yeah. it was something else, if there is something that was trying to get me to be on the wrong path, yeah, it's going to do anything it can. Mm-hmm. If, it knew that I, if it knew already that I would never be Mormon, even if my grandpa did come to me perfectly mm-hmm. in vision, what if it tried something else to get me to stay where I am? Right. And so I was just, like, super conflicted for so long. But finally, later. I blame you. Later, after I got out of all that and I was no longer religious, I had a dream. I was out front of my grandma's yard, in my grandma's yard, and we hear my grandpa's truck coming down the street. He had a very unique sound. It was one of the diesels, but one of the oh, first word. ones. So you just knew when he was coming. Yep. And we looked, and he, dri- he drives right down the road, and he looks at us, and he waves, and he smiles, and he keeps driving. And he looked Damn. perfect. It was him. That was my grandpa. And wow. I was like, you're oh like, that almost is like confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. That I did the right thing. And like I said, I, at his funeral, I heard that he was a God fearing man. Mm-hmm. Everybody around him believed this of him, knew this of him. Yeah. He was Christian, devout, did it like held the values and everything like that. Right. But I heard from Ben today that um, while everybody would demonize him and not listen to him, my grandpa had questions. Interesting. Yeah. So he was questioning stuff. Yeah. But wasn't as open about it. But Ben. No, nobody knew. Nobody. Wow. But he was always down in his basement room watching documentaries on Native Americans, educating himself about what actually happened in that time. And I remember I would go down there and see what he was watching, and I was like, "What is happening? Yeah. Like, what is? What are you watching? Uh I thought he was watching some badass action. Like, yep." But no, he was watching the genocide. He was not watching, but watching the documentary, documentary on it, it. And, and like trying to actually educate himself. And, and that all like clicked today when Ben told me that. I was like, weird. What? And my dad would never like. No. No. So and to to have like to realize that there was somebody my grandpa's age at his time mm-hmm. actually questioning, like trying to. Like, realizing that there was something up and wanting to know more. Yeah. Wanting to, like, not even know more because that's that's my whole issue is that you can't know. And it, ju- yeah. it blows my mind that you spend your entire life trying to know. Yeah. It's You'll a waste. You'll find out when you die. Just wait a minute. Yeah. It's a Just waste of so many. Why do we have, have to focus time. on it so bad? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's. And I don't think that really clicked for me until this conversation is that's what it is all, like, that's what it's all about. It's it's all about the afterlife and what's going to happen to you mm-hmm. then. And I'm sorry, but like, if by religion standards, everybody that I know is going to be in hell. So yeah, I mean, exactly. That's where, that's where I'll be, I guess. Mm-hmm. And we'll I've just... Well, and because, like, Mormonism also has, like, the different levels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, at one point, like, don't you get your own, like, planet or some yeah, fucking that's weird shit? Yeah, celestial shit. Um... They you will know how argue many people that they never said know. that. Yeah, no. That I, I can't. didn't I didn't actually know that was a thing. I didn't know it was a thing until I got older. 
And I had some missionaries kind of break it down for me because I remember there was a period of time they were coming over here and I was in a space where, because we'd never grown up in religion, the closest thing I had to growing up in religion was my dad's side being Catholic, like thought about being baptized through them for a little bit. And thank God my mom was like, if you want to do that when you're 18, <laughs> cool. Um, but we're not, you're 11. We're not, you've never done this. And so then when the missionaries started coming over, I just, I, I'm nice. So I don't want to be an asshole. And so then I'd have conversation on the porch and it took maybe two conversations before they were like, let's get you baptized. Let's, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And, but I had questions cause I had heard, um, cause I was closer to like maybe 13 or 14 when the missionaries started, I think started coming around here more and i remember asking them like you guys get your own planet kind of thing and they were just they'll like, deny well, yeah they'll, they'll deny it's that. not necessarily like that but it's just yeah if you there's these different levels of the kingdom and i was just like so based on how good of a person you are is where you what so that just reminded me I have, I am related to somebody who is in the FLDS. Oh, it's fun. My uncle. Um, the only he time he ever, ever referred to me was when he called me a she-devil. Yeah, he doesn't speak, <gasps> he doesn't speak to women. He does not, if you speak to him, he does, he, you didn't. Definition I've of misogyny. I've met dudes like that. I've met dudes and like that. It's just insane. There, I could rattle off, oh my God, he thinks the mark of the beast is black people. Black people. Yeah. They're black because they have the mark of the beast, according to him. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Um, We blessed the Native Americans because we civilized them. Now, that's a lot of people. Oh, my God. That's a lot of people who believe that, but that's a big (sighs) one. No, we fucked up their whole whole culture. He's insane. Like, he, I I made him upset one day, and he was like, how about... (laughs) He's is like this the 50. guy on Facebook? Yeah. I, yes. I saw yes. some Charles. Yeah. Yes. He was like, let's, he's like, how about we meet up? And then when I beat your ass, you can know that since I'm like 50 and you're obviously way more fit than I am. I remember that this. it was the power of God and you, and maybe then and there you will realize that you can repent and this, and that. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay, please. Did y'all ever square up? Cause I was waiting for that no, video, man. Of no, course blocked not. Him. <laughs> He blocked, he blocked me. Like, <laughs> I was like, okay, like, I'm ready. Because I the, immediately after he said that, I was like, who wants to watch me beat up an old man on I live? I saw that. And <laughs> I was like, me. <laughs> I was one of the first that was like, uh-huh. I'll, I'll come film yeah. it. <laughs> but just completely out of this world, and he believes 100% that he is right. Like, it just, I don't understand how you can get there. How he do you have enough God confidence in yourself? A place waiting for him in heaven. It's just... <laughs> Like you're literally, there is a veil. If if it's a if there's anything, mm-hmm. there's a veil, and it's not a veil that you can pierce, yeah. not with anything. It's there are plenty of veils you can. There are plenty of veils you can poke at. I mean, you, you can, can try you can with some them. DMT. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I like piercing. Uh-huh. Veils. No, <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I'm like, that's me. Psychedelics, <laughs> you can kind of get there, but like. It's been obvious since the beginning of time that that is not something. That we need to worry about. Yeah. It's because that's where we were at before we came here. In my opinion, like, because in my opinion, we make soul contracts before mm-hmm. we come down here. We plan out everything that we are wanting to go through. Um, 
our experiences, what our purpose is, all of that. And the whole point of that is to not remember and not, that's why they call your, that's why you have your higher self because only so much of you, Shelby's been talking about this a lot and I love it so much because only so much of you could fit into this meat suit. Mm -hmm. So that is really like your connection to whatever else is out there. But I've never in all the time that I've been practicing spirituality and witchcraft, I've never felt the need to know what's going to happen when I die and worry about what I'm doing cure affecting what comes after. But I also believe in reincarnation. So I think um, that's a lot more plausible than a lot of things people believe. Well, especially with how many stories of three year olds coming and telling their mom, like mommy, you were, I was your mom in a past life. And this time you're my mommy. Yep. Um, All the time. Shelby Dolores Cannon. That's what she did was past life regression stuff. And she has a whole book. I want to get it. She has multiple books, I think. But yeah, that's like what she did. And if you, if we want to talk about science, which I know like certain, like I don't know if it's specifically LDS, but a lot of religions don't like the fact that science is taught in school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, cause it, and they don't like the theory of like human evolution being taught in school. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, I've heard that. Speaking just to science, like we were taught in school that energy cannot be destroyed. destroyed. No. It, it can only just be redispersed. Redisperses yeah. somewhere else. And I'm sorry, but we are. What the fuck are yeah. we? This everything has energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every they, single thing like, has energy. Like literally our heart only like only beats because the energy in our brain is telling it to beat. Exactly. So our meat suit can't run without energy. So when you die, it just makes more sense to me that, and not saying you don't go somewhere else for a little bit, because maybe you got to prepare for that next lifetime, you know? Right, into um, a contract. <laughs> yeah, but you have shit to do. But, like, you don't just, like, get to go to this cushy little heaven. Like, Mm-mm. and it's just, I actually burn in hell for a little bit. I totally forgot, but I have a story of somebody I used to date, actually. I'm all about it. They, he, uh, um... He was about, this is what he claimed, and this is just stories of one person, and most people would probably think that he's insane, but I didn't. He, The whole reincarnation thing, he had believed that he was like 5,000 years old. He remembers his past lives at this point, because, and he says that that's because of how old he is, and once you reach a certain yeah. point, you will remember. I could see that. And he straight up remembers who he was in his last life, like I... He's, he's alive right now. He's out somewhere doing something. And he remembers his last, last life, and he's his kids, and everything. He was a mom. Wild. Oh, and, so he was a female in a past yeah. life. Yeah. And he, uh, he's, he says his kids are alive now, but, like, he knows. Like, he can't talk to them and everything. Like, he, he, the, way he, the, the way he told the story and everything, there was no reason for me not to believe him. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for me to call, think he was insane. I mean, it was our first date. And he was telling me these things and there was no, like, what reason would somebody have to To lie to you? To divulge something like that. Yeah, to lie to you, to make themselves sound absolutely insane. Yeah, absolutely. And he was saying, (laughs) oh my God, it actually makes so much sense. But he's saying the next life, where you go next, you are all knowing. We all are. You're all knowing. You know everything. You, there's nothing to explore, nothing to experience, nothing fun.
fun, nothing sad. Not, there's nothing. You well, and that makes sense with the universe experiencing itself thing. Because yeah. when you when you finish this life out and you become one with the universe again, of course you're going to be all knowing. And you're I asked him, everything. I was like, so is that why is that why you always come back? And he was like, yeah. Some pe- Sometimes they'll stay for a minute, but nobody... No one ever stays. No one wants to be all knowing forever. You want to go through always, all this bullshit again. Bored. Yeah. yeah, they always yeah. come back. He said, and he's like, "Interesting." I, he's like, "I come back. I, I come back every single time. Like this is for the experience. You can't, you can't go through what you go through here in the next life." Yeah, and absolutely. It's just like, well, and that's where I feel like the karma of things comes into play because you, I believe, you reincarnate like. I don't know if it was Hinduism or Buddhism or what it was, but one of them essentially believed like you reincarnate until you've experienced everything and every type of perspective as mm-hmm. animals, as a tree, a blade of grass, like yeah. all of these things. And like, I'm pretty sure it's Buddhism that believes like depending on how you act and your karma is going to determine kind of like, you can be a beetle next time and get squished, I guess, if you're okay. going to be a fucking asshole. Like, yeah. um, but that's insane to me because it, that, see, and I'm sure there are some religious people that would probably listen to this and be like, oh, and they're crazy. Yeah, but like, exactly. <laughs> like, and for I'm real. just like, I'm sorry, but it just, it does make more sense for me. But with the, the thing is, I've is that you're thinking about 10 other options and we're not sitting here saying this we're one's the right one minded about no it. it's ridiculous and it's like that whole re- the reincarnation thing like um wow there goes my train of thought i'll give you a pass on pregnancy brain <laughs> <laughs> um oh but what i was gonna say is that because i've said that i've had a few major turning points and that the big one was the fear like how i was always feeling the other one was um, my grandpa, that dream I had. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is just that, oh my God, how many times is this going to happen? I love how many, epi- are you having epiphanies or are you losing the thought? That time I lost the thought. Oh, word. <laughs> I was like, it's I love one. that you're oh, having that's so right. many okay. epiphanies. <laughs> like, once I realized that there were other, because I was Baptist and I knew of LDS, obviously, raised in Utah, and I knew right. of Catholic, Catholics. But I also knew that each one of those religions believed that they are the right religion. Mm-hmm. They are the only right religion. And I, I actually sat down and thought, and I was like, there are there are millions of people who are Baptist. Yeah. There are millions of people who are LDS, and there are millions of people who are Catholic. And it's like, am I really going to sit here and con- confidently say that I am that this group of a million people is right, while this group of a billion people is wrong? Yeah. Like, I can I and I was like, can I really confidently say that I'm right and they're wrong? I cannot. Nobody can. And well, that that was like I feel like that was like the where the twig snapped. Yeah, I like was like, okay, there's no way, there's absolutely no way. Like you're telling me, you're telling me that this is the only right way, but you have like, how do you so know? So many other options. Yeah, there's so many different, so many Pass different and, religions. Yep. And you're gonna tell me, like I just don't. You're you're literally when you say that you're calling every single other person who believes anything different than you stupid. A liar. Yeah. Yeah. And wrong. And over something that not a single one of us can confidently be like, no. yep, that's what happens. Maybe somebody maybe somebody who had a near-death experience. That is, a clo- that is the closest. 
And even then, all the stories I've heard of that, they only give you so much. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. only yeah. so much. And uh, the longer it goes from when you've come back, like I've, it kind of, just like anything, like with different chapters of your life, how like in the moment it felt like it was forever, but then you look back on them and you're like, wow. Yeah. That feels like it was so, so long ago and yeah. you're so distanced from it. And then you kind of, your memory fades with certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same thing with near death experiences. And even then, like the most you get out of it is like people saw a really bright light and then they were somewhere, yeah. normally somewhere beautiful from what I've heard. I've had one person say that there was absolutely nothing. Yeah. We have a Jeez. mutual friend that said that. They saw nothing. Not shit. Damn. Yeah. Which, and if that's what it is, that's fucking scary, sure. Yeah. But, like, I just... See, but everybody has their own unique experiences, and I, like, I don't know. Part of me likes to think that maybe you make your own afterlife. Whatever yeah. you believe is coming next is, is what's going to come, come next, next for you. Oh, yeah. I'm going where Blake went, man. That's, <laughs> who, I was, that's who I was dating. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I mean, it made perfect sense and there was no reason for him to lie to me and there was yeah. just so many different things that he would do or say and it was just constant like it was just his life that's and so interesting i would <laughs> it was just such a trip i got out of the car and he walks over to me and he was like purple and i was like what he was like your aura is purple and i was like i love that oh thanks and he's like it's actually kind of going crazy are you nervous and i was like um how do you know I was like, well, you're the first guy I dated, so I'm kind of nervous. And I feel like this he is just new like, for me. it was just insane. I wish, I wish I would have like wrote some down or something, because I asked him so many questions, and he was answering them. That's intriguing. He was answering all of them. Are you guys in like? Are you guys like friends oh, still? <laughs> no. I was gonna say he can come on the podcast, but if he's <laughs> oh, an I asshole, wish. then no. No, he was it. It would have worked out maybe, but he was like super rich and his <laughs> super rich, super rich. Damn. He had a chandelier in his bedroom. Oh, wow. Yeah. Extra as fuck. Yeah. And uh, he was, it was so weird because he was so nice and so kind, but his friends were the fucking worst. The worst. The That's worst. How it goes, I came back from the bathroom when we went on a date with his friends and sit down and one of the girls is like so wait are you actually bi and i was like um yeah they're like for real though like you're bi you're not just gay I, nobody questions women like, like women know. bisexuals to that extent i feel like and i was like no i definitely <laughs> like men and women mm-hmm. i promise and they're like wow wow i've never met met a bisexual guy and i'm like i'm not some fucking unicorn <laughs> In a fucking museum. <laughs> and I, from that moment on, I was like, I don't know if I can deal with your friends. Like, I don't like this. Like, it was, I don't know. He Were was, they re- questioning him like that? Or no, was he it was gay. he was gay. He was gay. Um, yeah. So stupid. Yeah. So stupid. I cannot even, I can't, my brain with all of this, I can't believe we've been talking for as long as we have. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I, I, <laughs> we should probably. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> if you guys want any parting thoughts, any parting messages for our listeners, go check say. out my art shop. I was going <laughs> to ask if we could plug your art shop. 
um, which I can link it in the description. Because yeah, is it an Etsy shop? Um, it's on Big Cartel, so it's Sassiter Art. C or wow, let me spell my own name right. S A S S I D E R P A R T dot Big Cartel dot com. Word. I'm gonna make sure that I have that link in the description. Really though, go check out her art because she makes some really cute fucking shit. I still need to order stuff from you. Um, so I will have that link in the description. I have loved having this conversation with you guys. It's and been great. Yeah, I remember when you guys first started dating and I was obsessed with your relationship and wanted <laughs> you to get married and have babies. And <laughs> what happened? Yeah. I knew. <laughs> I just knew. Well, thank you guys again so much for coming on. Um, probably, unless you guys feel the need to do some deep breathing. Do we need? Yeah, I was like, I don't, I was like, <laughs> do we need it? Um, well, you guys, um, if anybody has their own experiences within the church or even a different religion and they would like to come on, please feel free to reach out to me at Sad Girl Hours Pod on all social media platforms, sadgirlhourspod at gmail.com. And with that being said, stay safe, stay out of cults, um, stay beautiful, <laughs> <laughs> and remember that there is always another day. Bye.